It's Thursday, and if you have never been able to get the hang of Thursdays, you have another chance today to try. I'm Sean Tubbs, and this is the September 17th, 2020 edition of the Charlottesville Community Engagement Newscast. Support today comes from Soul House Love, Charlottesville's guide to alternative wellness. This Friday, Soul House Love is taking reservations for a new moon ceremony in a gorgeous outdoor location with powerful guided meditations to cleanse your energy. Visit soulhouselove.com events for more information and to reserve your spot. There are more positive cases reported from the Fluvanna Women's Correctional Facility today, and the first cluster of cases has been reported at the University of Virginia. There are a total of 84 new cases reported in the Thomas Jefferson Health District today, with 48 of those in Fluvanna. Yesterday, there were 41 new cases in Fluvanna. Testing has been conducted at the women's prison this week, including all inmates and staff. Contact tracing is underway, according to Catherine Goodman, spokeswoman for the TJHD. There are another 26 cases reported in Charlottesville, and there has been another COVID-19 death in Albemarle, for a total of 20 in the county and 63 in the district. The Cavalier Daily reports there is a possible outbreak at a University of Virginia residence hall, with testing revealing that five students tested positive. The 188 students in the Balls Doby dormitory have been told to quarantine while waiting for the results of tests that were conducted last night. It is unclear whether these cases are captured in the COVID-19 tracker that UVA puts out, which was updated yesterday to add another five cases for a total of 378 total positive cases since August 17th. The outbreak was also detected through monitoring of wastewater. Overall, the Virginia Department of Health is reporting another 1,101 cases of COVID-19 today and another 36 deaths. The higher-than-usual death rate stems from a data backlog, according to officials. The statewide seven-day average for positive tests is at 6.5% today, down from 6.9% yesterday. Before the news about the UVA outbreak was announced, the Albemarle supervisors were briefed yesterday by officials from the TJHD, including Ryan McKay. We're certainly seeing increased number of cases among students. We're beginning to see some cases that are occurring on grounds. Working with UVA, we meet with them on a daily basis to make sure that we're Uh, communicating regularly, there's transparency between what we're seeing in terms of numbers, what they're seeing, and then how they're trying to support students. McKay told Albemarle supervisors that the area in the Northwest region is moving towards more community transmission in urban areas. And I think this is largely attributable to um, case counts that have been seen in positivity rates, uh, certainly in Harrisonburg and Rockingham County. Um, We're seeing increased numbers here in Charlottesville. The Virginia Senate has passed legislation requiring most utilities to develop debt repayment plans for those who have not been able to pay for electric, gas, or water service. The legislation, sponsored by Senator Jennifer McClellan, was approved 24 to 12 with one abstention. It now moves on to the House of Delegates. The Virginia Department of Historic Resources today will meet to consider nominations for two area properties to be listed on the Virginia Landmarks Register and the National Register of Historic Places. One is Jackson P. Burley High School on Rose Hill Drive. It was opened in 1951 as a joint high school for African-American students in both Charlottesville and Albemarle County. It graduated its last class in 1967. Jeff Werner is the city's historic preservation planner. 
Burley's a great uh, that it continues to function as a school is I I think fantastic and and I can say as a coach uh, in the city schools and you know Charlottesville High School I wish the student athletes would go over there and walk the halls at uh, at Burley and see the accomplishments uh, of of you know back in the 50s and early 60s it's just an extraordinary place. The other nomination is for Riverview Farm, which is now known as the Carr Greer House at the Ivy Creek Natural Area. Riverview Farm was established by Hugh Carr, born enslaved with an initial down payment on land in 1870 near the confluence of Ivy Creek and the Rivanna River. By the time of his death in 1914, Carr had amassed a farm totaling 108 acres and was among the largest African-American landowners in Albemarle County. The State Review Board meets at 1 p.m., The Jefferson Madison Regional Library has announced it will reopen some library branches for limited hours by appointment and that curbside service hours will be extended at the others. The in-person hours will be offered at rural branches in outlying counties. According to a statement from JMRL Director David Plunkett, the doors will be reopened in Green, Louisa, and Nelson inside service. Beginning Monday, the limited in-person appointment services can be used for up to 45 minutes by five individuals at a time. This is a move to Tier 3 services, down from Tier 4. There are no plans to introduce the in-person service at the urban libraries, but additional curbside service will come to Northside and Crozet libraries beginning on September 28th. For full hours, visit the JMRL website. In local meetings today, the Albemarle Natural Heritage Committee meets at 5 p.m. Among the items on the agenda is a discussion of using volunteers to clear out invasive species in county parks. The Places 29 North Community Advisory Committee that had been scheduled for tonight has been canceled. The 5th and Avon Community Advisory Committee meets at 7 p.m. That group will get an update on the High School Center 2 that is planned for county-owned property off of Mill Creek Drive near Monticello High School. The Charlottesville Human Rights Committee meets at 6.30 p.m. It's not quite a local meeting, but at 2 p.m., the Center for Politics at the University of Virginia will take a look at Sabato's Crystal Ball in a virtual event. And that's it for this installment of the Charlottesville Community Engagement Podcast for September 17th, 2020. Thank you for listening. We'll be back tomorrow with another installment. In the meantime, have something good today happen. That's about the best I can do. Thanks for listening. I'm Sean Tubbs. We'll be back tomorrow.